0: Discussing the latest breaking news in the NFL, a rule change to instant replay, the NFL has just decided to make offensive pass interference and defensive pass interference, as well as no calls on those two possible infractions, a challengeable aspect of instant replay. Good evening ladies and gentlemen and I appreciate you tuning in to another episode of the one and only sports show under 10 minutes. Tap Sports Radio made by the people for the people who truly love football. Before we get started I'd like to give a special thanks to our sponsors from the guys at Ashner Therapy and Wellness. Football is all I talk about from how great a player runs a route to a defensive player making a phenomenal play. And my personal favorite, wide receivers who have the best hands in the game. Speaking of hands, need a hand? Call DeGan, Alexander DeGan, Certified Hand Therapist. One of the best in the game, 504-371-9314. That's 504-371-9314. Give him a call and schedule your appointment today. NFL owners had their annual league meeting on Tuesday, March 26, 2019. The NFL's annual league meeting is the starting point for the rules that could change the game. Every March, NFL owners and coaches gather to discuss the season that was, the season that will be, and the potential tweaks that can make the game even better. NFL owners voted on Tuesday to allow replay reviews on past interference calls as well as non-calls. Votes came in 31 to 1. NFL coaches are now allowed to challenge both defensive and offensive pass interference calls, wherever they are called on the field or not, before the two-minute warning in each half. Within the final two minutes of each half, per the usual rule, a review for pass interference will be initiated by the replay official in the booth. The addition of being, being able to review a penalty for the first time doesn't increase the amount of challenge for each team, but there's a twist uh so so for an example let say a coach wants to throw a challenge and uh before the two minute warning and uh they get the challenge correct uh they can get an extra challenge on top of those two challenges that they had and the one that they use, so overall, they can have three challenges going in before the uh, two minute warning. So uh, organizations and clubs, they have an opportunity to earn a third challenge if the first challenge is successful. Uh, As you can remember, we're talking about defensive pass interference, where all this uh, hype is coming from. It's from the uh, no call controversy with the Saints and the Rams in NFC Championship game on January 20th this year. Sean Payton, the head coach of the New Orleans Saints, was the main one who really wanted to get this fixed at this annual uh, coaches slash owners meeting to make sure the game play correctly uh for future games. Uh the Cincinnati Bengals were reportedly the only club to vote against the rule change. Um why is now is the big question of why is this all happening now. So before I start on my rant or say uh the Saints were the victims of the pass interference call, but this is not the sole act. You know, the NFC Championship title game was a very very tight one and it came down to the wire and yes, there was a couple of plays that could have done and the Saints could have went down and scored and won the game, but that didn't happen. But we're talking about the pass interference and it wasn't, you know, just the Saints that wanted to get this fixed. It was other clubs that wanted to get this done. Obviously, if you look at the votes, it was 31 to 1. So, all 31 teams, uh, 31 teams out of 32 teams wanted this done. So, it wasn't just the Saints um i i feel like teams when they saw that game the NFC title game cuz everyone was watching it was a nationally televised game and it was the, the trip to the Super Bowl was on the line so um i feel like teams they saw that organizations owners clubs players they just didn't want that to happen to them later on down the road so they wanted to address the uh the problem now before it, you know it ends up to them wherever it's at 2020 2021 wherever you know they're in a situation like that so I think the rule is good. I think the change is good. I think, uh, you know, a lot of people were skeptical about it because they were like, oh, well, the game's going to be longer. Well, you look at it. On Sundays at 12 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 3.15 Central or 7 o'clock, wherever you're watching the NFL game, whatever times, Monday night, Thursday night football, you're going to sit down and you're going to watch the game, okay? It doesn't matter if it's eight hours. It doesn't matter if it's 10 hours. It doesn't matter if it's 12 hours. We're watching the game because we love the action and we love the impact of the game it's yeah three hours long everyone says yeah, it is long and i agree with that i'm a sports fan i'm an nfl fan huge nfl fan obviously um the game is long but i don't mind it going another hour or another two hours if we have to get the game correct call correctly called uh just looking at the numbers uh considering there was 249 pass interference calls last season per nfl penalties.com along with additional violations that went uncalled, this could be a massive rule change for the 2019 season. So flags thrown in a season for defensive pass interference by the years for all 32 clubs, we're going to start at 2015. So 2015, 243 flags were thrown for defensive pass interference. 2016, 289 flags. And then 2017, 277 flags. So just this last year, 2018, 249 flags. So about 28 less flags for dpi from 2017 to 2018 um i don't know what the deal is why they had such a big drop in it it's just the nature of the game if the flag needs to be thrown the flags gonna be thrown but now that we have this technology we're in 2019 you know technology is growing we should be able to use that to our advantage and make sure we're uh, making the right call when it's necessary in a game to avoid an nfc title uh mishap like that like we saw this past year so also another rule they changed in the annual league meeting was the elimination of all blind side blocks it is now a 15 yard penalty if a player initiates a block in which he is moving toward or parallel to his own end line and makes forcible contact to his opponent with his helmet forearm or shoulder Previously, a blindside block was legal unless the blocker contacted the head or neck area of the opponent. But we're going to go back to defensive pass interference. If you're looking for another example, Saints versus Steelers, December 23rd, 2018, this past year. Alvin Kamara and Joe Hayden are the names that pop up when you think of that game. Yes, the Saints won that game. And you talk about the Juju Smith, how he fumbled the ball at the end, and and, uh, the Saints won. That was a tight game down there in New Orleans. The New Orleans Saints appear to catch a huge break early in that game, uh, mainly because it was in the first quarter, towards the end of the first quarter, Alvin Kamara went down the field, Uh, it was fourth and one, Drew Brees threw the ball to Alvin Kamara, and Joe Hayden put his hand on uh, Kamara's back as he was in the end zone. Uh, the ball was placed on the one yard line and they eventually scored with mark ingram but uh that was that was a crucial play crucial play It was fourth and one on pittsburgh 's thirty five yard line going down like I said it was early, but you know it could have swing swung the whole game differently. Pittsburgh gets the ball back right there and they score and you know who knows you know they get the momentum going into the the, the, the second quarter and then you know everything else is just different from there so this is a huge deal with this penalty and uh, you know, not just. That, I mean, looking at the NFC title game, yes, it played a huge factor in that game, and yes, you want to get things fixed for that, which is you know great. And I think, like I said, thirty-one teams voted against one other team, so everyone was in favor for it. It wasn't like Sean Payton went to other owners and bribed them to you know make sure they vote for him. It was literally a problem, you know. Teams saw. I mean, not just that game. That was just an example. I gave you. The Saints versus the Steelers the Saints versus the Rams there's other games out there that I'm sure I mean I don't have them on here and I, I know the Falcons played the uh uh I know Julio Jones it was Tampa Bay and uh in uh in uh the Falcons they had a pass defense pass interference call there I mean there was multiple ones the Josh Norman Odell Beckham game a couple years ago uh when they kind of got in a scuffle Josh Norman was all over him Odell Beckham still caught the balls but you know it's it's With the technology nowadays, there's just no excuse for us to, you know, miss those calls. The game needs to be played right. Players, I mean, they're in the National Football League for a reason. They get paid millions of dollars. People want to see the right, you know, outcome of a game. They want to see the game played correctly. So I think the Saints, you know, every other team, I think it's just the Saints made it more viewable to everybody's eye. You know, yeah, obviously the saints fans they cried a lot you know which is i mean if you look at it it's right i think it's just not just saints fans it's all over everybody noticed that you know that was probably the worst non-call in the history of sports not just the football you know league it's everywhere so i mean i think it was a good call for the you know the the nfl to make that rule change and and kudos to them so once again i truly appreciate all my listeners and make sure to tune in weekly on Thursdays for updates on the National Football League here on the one and only Tap Sports Radio.